Welcome to the Spellcast. Thank you for visiting Kelsey and I here in Philadelphia. We moved. Thank you Hello, so much. I'm back. How have you been? Have you? It's been. It's been. It's been a long year. It's been a long year. Um, grad school was really intense, but mm -hmm. also pretty incredible. I grew a lot as an artist. Good. Um, and then I spent a lot of time, you know, getting back on my feet. And then everything happened. Yeah. Um, and I've just been kind of figuring out how to stay creative during all of this. It's been a true journey, um, and I'm I'm excited because we've been meaning to do this one-on-one -on -one recording for a long time. For a long time. Oh my god! We have a few listeners that have been asking, well, "When are we going to get some more stuff with Savar? When are we going to hear what's up with her?" And I'm delighted that people want to know. Oh no, what's they, going you, on you with have her. fans, girl. I don't even. You got fans. Okay. Um, so we shall appease them today because this is the Savara show right now. <gasps> it is. It I is. Get my yeah. You get my own, own episode. That is that is 100 what this is. I about. can't believe. And I just love how we're like, what? Because I'm visiting mm -hmm. um, Adam and Kelsey at their new place for the first time. And we had some time to kill. And you're like, what should we do? And I was just like, should we just go ahead and shoot this episode? And yeah. Adam just said, yeah, let's do it. Fuck it. And here we are. Um, but yeah, we're, we're going to be covering um, immediately after. Because there's a lot of stuff. It's been a long time. And there's a lot of things that I'm, that I'm trying to rush in my memory to come up with. Especially particularly... Stuff uh, might be coming back on the fly as we yeah. play out this episode. And that's okay. What's D&D &D without improv? It's, <laughs> I guess it's, it's, it's a book. So there we go. Where did we last leave? Yes, Savara, last time we saw her, she was leaving Baldur's Gate because she had received the phoenix feather from her sister. She as reclaimed a, it. Reclaimed, reclaimed it, back. it back. It's very... For the family. That's accurate. Her sister had no right to do this. And take this away because, quote unquote, the gods told her to. That's very true. Absolutely unacceptable. Lilith did have her um, her motivations that she did make clear and straightforward to you. You also learned that she made those choices at the behest of Roland. Yes. Who also that. Also, that whole situation between them is a, is a sore spot. Savara um, is just so angry at this entire situation that ended up playing out. She is done. She cannot wait to get home and receive all the glory and attention for retrieving the family heirloom. 
and the recognition that she so deserves. Yes, and you do, and you certainly do. And uh, you can see as your your home is in the Grey Cloak Hills, which is north of the elven mountain city of Everesca, and sort of east of the Chalimber Marsh, I believe is what that map says. And that's sort of close to what's well, actually on the very western edge, if our listeners are familiar with the Sword Coast and the map of Faerun, to the Anarok Desert. The reason why your family has chosen this particular mountain in the Grey Cloak Hills is because it is a dormant volcano. So, uh, you, 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 you come up uh, from this road that sort of navigates in between the Great Cloak Hills and the Chillinger Marsh. So you're traveling, you traveled east for a while and then you traveled north because you don't want to travel straight because there's no really uh, excellently- I know the way home. You know the way home. I know the way home. And so you come through this sort of winding uh, pass through these high hills. They're not exactly mountains at this point, just uh, rocky, uh, outcroppings with like, you know, narrow valleys. Uh, but that's kind of how it is going to your uh, to your enclave. It's the Vicaro Enclave because it's the side of the dormant volcano. The landscape around it is is a mix of lush spots and just leftover uh, volcanic ash. Now, how long have I been away now You've at this point? been away for months, at least a few months. Four um, months, should we say? Four months, I would say. I would say that's fair. Okay. Because you left in search of your your sister as a, I think, as a uh, pursuit of a coming of age thing. Yes. I think your sister's been gone for longer than four months. Yes, she's been gone. Yes. Yes. But, I don't know that we determined. I can't remember. But you finally built up enough uh, personal power, I think, in your sorceress abilities and a drive and bless it and drive to, to go on this quest. And you finally, your, your parents, I believe they see now that you are able and willing to possibly go find your sister and bring mm-hmm. back the feather. Cause that's, that's key to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's key to the whole Phoenix War. It, it's, it's, it's a sacred relic. And because you were meant to be the next in line to guard it, right? Well, your sister was because your mother was previously. And as the older sister, it's birthright thing, right? That's the way it's been for generations and generations. But then she, she stole it and made off with it as soon as the uh, ceremony was performed to, to hand it to her. And that's where you are. You have it around your neck. Um, as you wind through this last, uh, this last little uh, narrow gorge, you see the dormant volcano in front of you. It's 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 the it's it houses the Vicaro Enclave. It's a it it is um, not too intensely high of a peak. At some point, eons ago, the, a huge eruption blew off blew off half the side of the volcano and you can see the caldera sort of dormantly sitting there um, off the side. Um, in recent years, in recent years, uh, you there have been small flows of lava coming out, uh, magma easing and flowing down into the valleys below. And that has been a bit of an ominous 
sign hmm. uh, for your family that okay. may be something close. And, and, and your family considered that this was a sign from the Phoenix that, that something big would be happening for your sister. So uh, your mother deemed it time to pass along the, the feather to her. And so ah, that's, that's where all that. That's where all this sort of uh, stemmed okay. from. Okay. okay. So okay. there is dark sulfurous smoke rising from the peak. In fact, that's sort of what you're guiding, you're guiding landmark. And that's unusual. It's like, oh, now there's smoke? Uh, or is it's it... not unusual. It's, okay. it's, been, okay. it's been doing that for the past uh, few years, okay. to your knowledge. Okay. Um, there has been, have been some discussions among the elders because the tiefling, that particular enclave prides itself in its seclusion and being hidden from the world and being uh, self-sustaining. Su- self so if there's smoke rising from the volcano, who's going to want to come check that out? And like, the, you already know that the elves in Everesca know of your existence right. and you guys have sort of a mutual... The agreement, um, agreement, yeah. a military defensive pact, etc. Yeah, to sort of uh, work with each other um, to keep uh, yourselves hidden, because elves in Nebraska also kind of want the same thing. Hmm. So the way that uh, you enter into the Vaccaro Enclave, you can see towers rising out of the side of the volcano. It's it's very much in built in a way, in a similar way to uh, a dwarven city. It's built in the side of a mountain. Nice. You can see that there are some new constructions, uh, these uh, metallic vents that every so often will open and bursts of steam will shoot out and you uh, know that this was a new sort of uh, public uh, project to sort of uh, vent off some of the building rising heat within the city uh, to sort of keep everyone cool. But as tieflings, you are fire resistant, so it's not too much of a problem, but you know, just just, just uh, precautions. And the entrance to the Vicaro Enclave is uh, essentially these large iron gates. They're built into the side of the mountain and there's a bridge, a narrow bridge. Um, You can only pass one cart going one way and the other way. It's just two carts wide. Mm -hmm. Um, There are no railings on the side. It's a defensive measure to uh, help protect the city from any potential invasions. And you know that no one would really want to climb the side of the mountain because there's just, there's gases, poisonous gases, just, just spewing forth from different uh, openings within the, uh, the the earth. So that's really the only way in. And your family and your enclave take pride and solace in knowing that this is a highly defensible position. That being said, you come to the doors, you can see that a guard has, has moved uh, over a a rock panel, like yes. a fake rock panel, yeah, uh, which they use to sort of keep eyes on on anybody. Very rarely, it's a very boring position guarding the gates because who the fuck knows to come here. Moves, you see, roll a rock over to the side. You see that uh, the tiefling can see you. Uh, you don't know their name. It's just a guard number one. Yeah. Um, you hear him. You see him take out a sort of a spyglass. And is this is this happening as I'm? Like, do uh, is it happening as I'm walking towards the door? Have I arrived at the door and I get, and I you, knocked? You and your horse, which I remember the horse, and the horse had a name. 
Oh, I had a horse. You did have a horse. Um, it was, it was, um, I think it was Alexon's horse. Is that right? He, he let me borrow the horse? Girl, yeah, yeah, yeah. I let me borrow the horse. Anyway. Sure. I think that's exactly, I think that's right. But God, forgive me if I can't remember the horse's name. A horse with no name. Uh, been through the desert, a horse with no name. Um, and the. So I'm coming up on my ho- on the com- horse. Coming up on yeah. a horse. As you're crossing the stone bridge, it's silent in the valley other than the echoing of the the resounding echo from the yeah. gorge below of the hoofs. Of the hoofs. So that sort of is what is drawing That's the attention right. of the guard. And and since and, and ever since I, I reached the outskirts of my of my hometown, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I I am just I I am standing mm-hmm. proud like my I'm my back is straight, mm-hmm. very like proud like nobility. Um, vibes coming off of me and I'm just, you know, because I'm home and I'm very proud of of my home yeah. and the technology and everything around me. I'm just like, ah, oh, yes. Like. And, and there is, uh, there is a, there is a uh, tiefling ranger sort of riding along next to you. Uh, she, uh, her name is Hecate. Okay. Um, when did she show up? She showed up, uh, she is part of the sort of uh, perimeter Guarding the perimeter oh, of yes. the Great Cloak Hills, she is uh, works as a ranger to oh to be the first to get back to the town to tell people, hey, there's shit coming, uh-huh. or okay. you know, or like, hey, we have this person arriving. So she has seen you. Uh, she made herself known to you. You made yourself known to her. You're very recognizable. Everyone. I literally like like <laughs> when I see. Well, no, no, no. Actually, I, I, I'm going to wait. I just... You know, she, she, my, she's riding right next yeah, to you. Yeah, she's yeah, yeah, riding yeah. a okay. drake, okay. Uh, which is just like, you know, it, it's it's a, it's a small or it's a very small-ish drake. It's just meant to be able to quickly traverse the mountainous terrain in these, in these instances. It's about the size of a horse. And... I guess it's a it's a larger if you look up the monster stat block it's a larger ambush drake. Okay. Just for listeners who who are trying to follow along with what creatures I'm using. Um, <laughs> and uh, Hecate is just very excited to see you. Welcomes you back. Um, it, I'm it very happy that she's excited to see me. Graciously volunteers to escort you back to the enclave. I'm doing the like teenager <laughs> thing where like. I'm trying to act all cool and like, oh yes, of course you were expecting my arrival, but like, I'm act, but it's very mm-hmm. obvious mm-hmm. on my face that mm-hmm. I am also at the same time mm-hmm. very excited that these people are excited. Um, she, she is, she's very professional. She, she recognizes the, uh, the, the cool tone uh, with which you are uh, addressing her. Um, you know, she works with family, so she's yes. not going to be, uh, she's not going to, you know, over talk and things like that. Uh, you get halfway across the bridge and Hecate pulls out a, a horn. Uh, it is made from a mountain goat. Savara loves when this happens. Oh yeah, it's, it's, it's so The excellent. horn is out and she's and she's just like, oh, yes, the horn is out. She, she blows a long piercing, a high B flat. We're gonna call it okay. a high B flat. A high B flat note it, with, uh, in, in three quick bursts and the valley is silent except for the dying echoes. Wait, wait. Okay, go ahead. 
Yeah, perfect. That, that that there you go. That's it. That's it. In in horn tonality and timber, uh, timbre. Um, the as soon as the, the the noise dies down, there's a shudder in the door, and you hear this ratcheting. And the way the doors open, because it's the side of a mountain, they sort of unfold by rotating and tilting down. Yeah, yes. and. Uh, as they rotate, that you can see there, there's a noticeable gap in between the bridge and like the very entranceway to the door uh, to the to the enclave, and they rotate down slowly, almost like um, how to describe it, like like a, if you were to imagine a cra- how a crab opens a claw, if a crab's claw was pointing straight up in the mm-hmm. air and it opens, that's kind of how these, cool. these doors are. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I have an and, image for that. When they're the bottoms of the doors meet, yes, they meet in a way that creates uh, a solid crossable step. Oh, cool! Over the other side, okay. Into so there's no there's gap there. Okay, and you can see it's a very uh, long hallway. Also, uh, I would say twenty feet wide, uh, twenty feet, thirty feet uh, tall. Braziers, not not bright. No, not braziers. I do oh, this every time. Here, here, here we go. Jesus Christ, braziers. <laughs> I, I did this in the fucking temple. I did this again in the temple. Um, braziers uh, all along the the outside of the wall. And between each brazier, there's a sconce also lighting the top. So you have this sort of uh, bouncing fire. zigzag of fire entrance. And there are... Uh, silk drapes sort of mm. uh, crisscrossing the ceiling. This is uh, wonderful. Yeah. Uh, that just accentuate uh, the uh, the fiery tone. Yes. And the silk drapes are emblazoned with with the phoenix. The and, phoenix. And, and, and they just look like uh, phoenixes sort of flying above you. And oh, they're cool. and they're they're accentuated by gold filigree within the silk I frame. love that. Yeah, it's beautiful. And you and Hecate are... Uh, God, I love my family banner! Ugh. Are you fucking saying that out loud? Yeah. Hecate, <laughs> Hecate it's a little bit taken aback by, <laughs> by, your, uh, by your very uh, choice <laughs> words. Uh, and, she, and all she has to say is, uh, yes, mistress, your, uh, your, your family's banner is, is a very honorable... Uh, symbology, and she goes on this. Yes, yeah. <laughs> sort of to sort of say that she's cool with you saying it like in that nature. Uh, you get about, I'd say, a uh, hundred, hundred fifty feet into this hallway. It opens up wider to a uh, to sort of multiple different caverns where uh, various people live. Um, there's a sort of a shopping district. I mean, there it's 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 in trade. That's yeah. all it is. There's no real exports. Yeah. Uh, what exports you do? There's like a market of some yeah. kind. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what ex- imported items you do have? They are rather expensive because you know because it's like the trouble of getting things like wine from other regions. It's tough. Because you know, you people ask questions, and they're like, "Oh, they we're taking this wine to this city. That's not the enclave." There's a large market in mushrooms because you do live underground, yeah, so yeah. that that is a source of food. Uh, uh, there's a lot lot of uh, goat meat vendors, mountain goats. They there are ranchers that will domesticate those, and uh, as you're walking there. 
are runners uh, who work as sort of like the town guard uh, with the town guard who who are seeing you and you you can see them running ahead uh, to the main to the main uh, temple, which is sort of uh, central, getting close. Maybe like the- when the first runner comes up to see if I have like a message mm-hmm. to give, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it'll be, be like, where's mother and father? Tell them Zavara has returned home. Right away, mistress. I will go and relay your wondrous return. <laughs> and this little, this little shit runs off and goes... <laughs> Uh, goes to the main temple. Which, wondrous, uh, yes, that's right, wondrous. Yeah. wondrous. And the temple, the main temple, is uh, the only entrance. Uh, deep is is the only thing separating um, the sort of greater uh, enclave at large and deeper into the the sort of main uh, caldera of the uh, and sort of magma chambers of the volcano. And that's the holy site, you know. Oh, word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, after a while, and I know we haven't, uh, we haven't decided upon the names of your parents. Uh, we can decide yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah we, can, we can look at that. Um, I'll, I'll let you read through. Uh, we look, as we look in the back of Xanathar's Guide to Everything. Oh, yes. A um, wonderful source book. On page 180, Appendix B, mm-hmm. tiefling female and tiefling male names are available for us to randomly select throughout today's episode. Nama. Nama? N-A-A-M-A-H is my mother's name. Nama, okay. Nama the mama. I fucking Mama Nama. She, she hates being called that. We don't call her that. Mantis. Mantis? M-A-N-T-U-S. That's okay. That's cool. Nama and Mantis. Mantis and Nama. Okay. Mantis? Let's say maybe it's Mantis. Mantis? Mantis? Mantis. Mantis. Or, gosh, there's so many different IPA pronunciations you can use for this name. Mantis. 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 People are going to be like, what the fuck is that? Not Mantis. Not like a pregnant. Mantis. 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 So, Mantis and Nama. Uh, you can see in their, in their, in their priestly garbs. Oh shit. Uh, They're like in it. Okay. Full attendance with the temple guard. Savara knows that they're not fucking around because they've arrived, right, mm-hmm, in, in mm-hmm. this guard. That, like, oh, okay. They're, they're, they're all lined up outside of the temple and, and they, and the guards are flanking them. There are always, always seven temple guards. No more. No less. Savara knows um, was not was was hoping for a, a, a wonderful welcome, but was not expecting this level of um, sudden extravagance, high stakes like ness mm-hmm. based on the garb, and she she's she is going to do her best to. Mm-hmm. Take it in stride, but she was not expecting this. No, it's fine. Word word of your arrival has quickly gotten around the enclave, and soon enough, uh, the the holy square, which is just the open space that they keep clear, uh, where uh, streets collide in front of the temple, uh, has the perimeter of it is now packed w- full with uh, the nobility and and commoners. That live in the so like all my cousins <clears throat> and second cousins and all third your cousins, cousins. Second cousins, third cousins, <laughs> um, all and they're all tieflings. And this is this is in yeah. stark contrast, I think, and, and it brings up if you remember 
when uh, you guys arrived into Baldur's Gate coming off the boat, uh, that whole... Oh, yes, the protesters and the... Oh, yeah. That whole uh, that whole line. Of so bullshit. the energy here is is quite it's, different. It's very different. Everyone is. You can hear whispers, and the whispers are sometimes no one's really talking very loudly, but the whispers are powerful because yeah. you're in a cavern, right? Right, and so all you hear are the hoof are the hoof beats on the on the stones on the flagstones. And the whispers in the crowd. And Can I make a performance check to see yeah. how how well, like, mm-hmm. obviously, like, yes, I grew up around this kind of stuff, but I don't think I've ever been necessarily the object of all these people and the mm-hmm. whispers. I think I feel like it would be really like, yeah, something. Yeah. Um. Oh, okay, eighteen. Yeah, you, you, okay. you, you. Even though you have been out and away from uh, courtly life and the sort of theatrics of that for uh, four months. It, it comes back to you naturally, cool. and the sort of the the tricks of the of the trade and like swaying how the crowd views this event come back to you. The sort of regal posture and presence are uh, they 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 naturally for, uh, reform themselves in your body. It's like Alexander technique. You're you, it's, you're it's, releasing, it's, it's, you're yeah, releasing, you're releasing yeah. the top and and breathing. You know the hip yeah. flexors are releasing and the extension and the, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, you can uh, when you make this realization and you straighten up, that sort of becomes a cue for Hecate. Uh, to sort of uh, lead away her ambush drake, cool. that, or drake that she's riding. And she sort of just goes to the, uh, we're going to say, just, just to the right and sort of turns around and, and, and sit, has the drake sit its haunches on the on the flagstones as she just sort of rests and watches from a respectable distance of around, I would say, 150 feet away from your parents. You know the temple guard are there. There are seven of them, like I said. But you know who they are because their armor is made of a metal uh, that is specially crafted here. In It's a special type of uh, steel working. It, it's very reminiscent of Damascus steel hmm. in that there are these patterns of these carbon-based patterns. I think that's right from the, the way the that are just sort of honed into steel. But when the lights from the fire shine on them, you can tell that they have this sort of orange hue. Oh, cool. And it looks, when the light hits it correctly, it looks like flowing. Nice. And you also know they're the Temple Guard because they have, uh, their helmets are just fucking huge-ass phoenix wings. Just huge-ass phoenix wings. And they always carry glaives. Ah. Just glaives that uh, the blades are are undulated like a flame. Nice. Uh, Yeah. I'm digging these aesthetics. Yes, there is. I mean, it's all for the constant reminder of the veneration of the phoenix. Yes, and that's that's 100%. all very purposeful. Uh, and your mother, Nama, as the I guess your sister was had become the high priestess and then like abdicated that position. So as the uh, priestess regent, uh, or I guess in lieu. Uh, the de facto high priestess, not the de jour, uh, de facto high priestess uh, steps forward and very prominently uh, when she steps forward, you're about, I'd say, 50 feet away. Okay. And so that's sort of a cue for you to sort of like, you know, rein your horse in a little bit and just sort of, you know, wait for a greeting. And Nama 
steps forward and like spreads her arms and you can see you can tell her cloak where it's where it's a it's a it's a very soft light Mm. uh, on the outside as soon as she spreads her arms in a welcoming gesture it's deep scarlet red on the inside of of her um of her robe uh and she sort of greets you and says my child daughter of the phoenix flames Child of the inferno that warms us and guides us to a fiery future. Have you returned with the glorious feather, a symbol of our faith and a promise given to us by the bird of flame that watches over us every day? Long have I ventured across the wilds of the forgotten realms. Excellent. Ne'er, uh, many an enemy have I slain to make it as far as I did, narrowly avoiding death multiple times through the fire and flames of the deeps I have journeyed, through the rotten stenches, across the tumultuous seas on a boat. <laughs> Encountered foes far and wide to obtain the relic that we have been called to defend and cherish and hold close. Nary a moment was not spent but for thinking of nothing but obtaining this relic and bringing it back onto the family where it truly belongs and doesn't belong to anyone else. Especially those of us who would think that it was their personal duty to save, quote unquote, the- You see see your father sort of stand back as soon as you sort of bring up a little bit of your sister, sort of, he's like fake scratching his neck a little bit, but it's a cue to like, don't don't talk about your sister right now. Please, please not in front of everyone. Those who seek to do what should not be done in regards to the holy relic. You see your father just sort of like cock his head to the side in a a sort of display of, eh, fair enough. (laughs) People of the Vaccaro Enclave, and I Mm -hmm. attempt to stand up onto the horse. Oh, okay. Give me a performance check. (laughs) Please don't fail. Yeah. Ha, nat 20. Oh, fuck. All right, Bitch. got it. <laughs> Shit, yeah. I, I not only, like, I don't even awkwardly stand up. I'm, like, sitting on the horse, and I, like, gesture, and I'm, like, whoosh. And, like, I come up, and I land, and I jump. And as I'm doing that, because I got a nat 20, mm-hmm. with my hand, with my other hand, I am, I am taking, I am, I am taking the feather off of my head. Mm-hmm. And I'm, and I'm on top, and my arms are up in a V, and hanging off. From my left hand, dangling for all to see, is the relic. And I say, I have returned with the relic. And there is... Uh, Jojo, Jojo po- hand pose over face. Jojo hand pose over face. And God, roll me a charisma saving throw. Cool. <laughs> I, I had thought to do this later, but I'm gonna do it now. So on my touch to where it's a saving throw here, that's 
um, like add to whatever I mm-hmm, get. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, it's a good saving. I have a good saving throw, yeah, so let's fun. see what happens. 16. All right. I'm going to give you a choice. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You feel there is something... There, one, there are cheers erupting from around this audience at every single step of your journey that you described to them. Of my speech. Of your speech, yeah. yes. Uh, at every single beat. Um, you see your mother very, very proud, just like, hell yeah, I taught my kid how to do public speaking right, motherfuckers. <laughs> um, that's goddamn right. Um, you you see uh, the temple guard um, are just stoic. Um, they're about the only ones who aren't raising any cheers or anything like that. The inside of yourself, and you can tell me if this is this is off kilter. Um, I feel like this is a moment of true justice. You know, a right has been wronged, and this is a display of it. Yeah. I feel like your artifact feels that. Oh, my whip? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, justice feels that. Yeah. And oh, yes. you can feel this yeah. this thing welling up inside of you, uh, and you understand it to be a very strong connection to your whip, and it's it's growing, and and the whip you feel the 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 entity inside the whip. Imagine seeing a reactor start up, and you see that glow. You feel like this ideal of justice is fueling this intense fire inside this entity because over time there has been this growing connection and you just hear this phoenix scream, this peal of... of Like internally? Internally in your head. This peal of sound uh, driving you um, to further display an ultimate form of justice. Okay. And you can choose whether to ride this wave or to suppress it. To repress this wave of displaying just of dis- this justice. You, you, you can I, I, to ride the wave of letting. There, it's it's asking you to let it connect to you further. I guess I should say the whip. The whip. Like to increase a bond, like to, to just increase deepen a, bond, a bond. To deepen a yeah, bond. Yeah, I'm gonna say yes. Okay, it it understands this acceptance, and I'm probably riding an adrenaline rush because so many people are cheering, mm-hmm. and I feel like I've done the right thing, mm-hmm. and my whip is like, yeah, fuck yeah, with girl. it, mm-hmm. and I'm getting acknowledgement from my family, and like they, I need their, I need their validation more than anything else, mm-hmm. and they, I feel very validated, and. Mm-hmm. I want yeah. to. No, true, true, true. This is um, so, so, yes. So, that's, that, that, that is why I decided to say yes. Um, there is, as you're looking around with your, your arms in the V and you're holding uh, the Phoenix feather, you look at your arms and you see that there's a, f- a fiery red glow starting at your fingertips. Okay. And it starts to glow, to, to like melt its way down your arm okay. and you you can you feel uh, you feel as if you're being robed in something oh, and you wow. see it starting at your feet as well it sort of starts at the limbs and it goes into the core of your body up your arms up your legs covering your torso this this fiery aura of energy and everyone in the crowd 
their tears, they sort of like kind of fall silent. Yeah. It's very awkward. Yeah. And you can see your mom is, is a little confused. Okay. And she sort of looks at your father and your, 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 your father sort of looks at her and they, you can tell in the last moments of normal vision, I'm going to say okay. why, that they're trying to figure out what to do. And then all of a sudden the, the, the wave of red, energy masks your vision and covers over entire your entire face and there's uh, a change in your uh in your vision as you're now sort of looking through this helmet like glassy visor okay and i need you at this point in the campaign uh, in the campaign in this story i need you to describe your uh essentially your sentai power ranger armor to me well I'm sitting here in Adam's room, mm-hmm. and I there's tons of inspiration. There's lots of um, various paraphernalia. Specifically, what I'm looking at to my right above me is um, a picture of the OG Power Rangers in their poses. Um, so I'm gonna begin to use the pink ranger as a, as a starting point for the helmet and 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 just to point out i've given no one has to match a theme or like a similar oh everyone kind of looks the same but it's a different color no um it's free reign you, you can have fucking capes if you want i don't give a fuck oh i have a cape of course you do. <laughs> that's why i brought up the fact you can have a cape um but i definitely think my helmet i like the beak idea um how the kind of the beak to sort to sort of separate uh the eye like the the eye things mm-hmm. so i'm going to say that that i do have a little bit of like a phoenix head helm mm-hmm. like with the beak kind of coming mm-hmm. down mm-hmm. but instead of the round like the round motorcycle helmet i think mine's a bit more shaped so she's going to look a lot like fire emblem from tiger and bunny from that anime. Uh, mm-hmm. Nathan Seymour is the actual character and his superhero is Fire Emblem. Adam, for reference, that is what Fire Emblem looks like. I highly, 100% approve. Totally. The colors are already kind of in yeah. theme for yeah. Savara. She's even, you know what? The boots and the gloves, I think she's gonna have something like, it's mm-hmm. except except that, you know, she has heels, heel yeah. boots, yeah. a la Sailor Moon style. Yeah. I think her her cape will be a little short, short, shorter. It looks like his cape comes all the way down to the ankle. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that hers goes calf length. Calf I'm going to say it's calf length. Okay. And it's shimmery. It's like shimmery. It's like, it's like, it's purple, red, orange, but they kind of blend together. Like yeah. the colors blend together. Mm-hmm. And then instead of this cod piece situation. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm going to say that, like, the body portion actually looks a lot like my stock outfit in the fan art. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to say it looks like a combination of that Fire Emblem outfit and mm-hmm. the shape of my stock outfit, which is which looks like a short, like a, a dress with a short skirt that goes halfway down my thighs yeah. and a belt. So it's it's kind of a combo of, it's like a, it's like a mix. I feel um, But then... His helmet, you know how his helmet's a bit more, mm-hmm. more angled, like a bit more bird-like. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, like a more bird-like, you know? Yeah. No, that fits. Um, that fits Let me see if there's any other detail. There's like a, a crest in the, like, like. There's a, there's yeah. a crest. Um, I'm looking at. To it. It's not an actual crest, but yes. Yeah, it's, uh, the helmet, I'm going to say, is kind of shaped 
I'm looking at some, um, I love Turians from Mass Effect mm-hmm. and their design has a bird. A bird is, is one of the influences for their design. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way that their, 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 their heads are, it's a, there's a, there must be more of a sharp kind of more of an angled shape to, to their heads. Mm-hmm. And so my helmet, I think is a bit more of that. I think that's highly fitting. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a brilliant design. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. No, it's All right. I think that's. Your whip has also transformed. It has grown a little bit longer, hmm. it giving you, I would say, a little bit more reach with it. All right. Um, there are now fiery barbs all along the length of it, um, which I think were there before, but I could be wrong. No. Oh. Base knob has fire wings. Yeah, yeah. Is what I have written down. Yeah. But it, there, there are now barbs. It does more fire damage. Okay, um, so originally did 1d4. Mm-hmm. So instead of 1d4, it was 1d6. Yes, so so okay. it does 1d4 whip damage, which I think is piercing. Oh, okay, can you give me a pencil? Yeah, while in this... When I'm in this form. When you're in this sort of form. You also feel more protected, as if you have plus one to your AC. As if that was a number that you could... If you could apply a number to your situation, you feel plus one protected. <laughs> Uh, I think because I said it grew a little longer, you can kind of, you have a little bit further reach. So instead of like, um, I think it's it's either five or 10. Anyway, five, add my, five more feet to it. You have five more feet to your reach, whatever the base stats are. I don't remember what the base stats are. That's fine. We would just say add five feet of reach. Okay. You know. Cool. So the, the entire cavern is now silent with the, and has reduced itself back to whispers. It's, yeah, I mean, I'm also confused. You see you see your mother sharply look to your to your father. He snaps his fingers and all seven guards sort of start running out flanking perimeter almost Naruto run style with yes. just just information <laughs> yes. but but like, you know, just just glaze forward and ready and they all surround you and point themselves outward towards the crowd and just like kind of stand there and the, the the lead guard approaches you and says, um, please, my lady, we we must go. I, I don't say a word and mm-hmm. I obey because mm-hmm. I have no idea mm-hmm. what is going on. This the tripod, I go I look around, blah blah, and I just sort of like Just get down off I the just horse? get down off the horse. Like I just I just are, are you like looking at your hands and like trying to figure out what the fuck or y- Yeah, it's it's one of those things where I feel like it sounds to me like everything is happening so quickly. Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden I say this, the transformation happens, there's like a moment of realization that something has changed among mm-hmm. everyone. Mm-hmm. And when I'm at that point where I should be looking around and figuring out what the, like what is, mm-hmm. that's when everyone's, everything starts erupting and the mm-hmm. guards like, it, it, mm-hmm. and, and, and I just, and so all of a sudden I'm just like a confused, yeah. you know, teenager who is just looking around trying yes. to figure out what to do. Mom, dad, like, like, you know, kind the, of. Uh, the, the guards essentially, the lead guard essentially puts you under, under the, like hides you under the mantle and like just bodyguards you at, towards uh, the temple. And the other guard sort of my form horse. Don't really make, make sure my horse is okay. Hecate's already on her way to the horse. Okay, okay. So you're fine. You're fine there. Okay. And your, your parents are already inside. Uh, there are like a temple attendants sort of at the doors, like just fucking hurrying to get them shut as quick as possible. And, but everyone, everyone in the, in the square, it, no one's making like a move of anger or like, you know, a move to like rush and figure out what's going on. Uh, some of them 
you here have started expressing cries of like extreme veneration and oh like, like 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 faith. Yes. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> just like saying, uh, she, you know, oh, she is, uh, oh, she has become an avatar of the yeah, Holy One, yeah, etc. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. <laughs> you know, things like that. And so the guards are like, oh, shit. Yeah. So they rush you in the temple and they shut the door and the temple attendants bar it. And it's very calm as like four of the guards take positions at the door and three are just sort of like surrounding the, in, surrounding you, your mother and uh, your father on the inside because some of the temple attendants are now kind of really fucking confused. Um, and I'm trying to now, now that we're back inside mm-hmm. and if there's like a moment to recollect myself, I'm trying to figure out how to reverse. Undo? Yeah. Uh, so, so, so describe to me sort of like what you may be trying. Oh, I don't even know. Like I'm, I'm like touch, like patting myself down to see if there's like, there, there's, they seem to be real, armor pieces to the touch. Yeah. So so you can see clasps and things on them and so you can you can undo them and so you might even try to see if there's yeah. something on the helmet. And yeah. you feel you can pull the helmet off okay. easily. I'm gonna pull the helmet off. Yeah. And it seems to be of a medieval make and style. It's not like super futuristic yes. space <laughs> shit. Yeah. Or motorcycle. It's not like that. It's 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 of it's of normal make, but there is a there is a sort of uh, I guess if you want it to be a visor, it doesn't have to be. It could it could be of your any choice you I just said that for the effect of you realizing visually something has changed. I see. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that could be up to you. Um, but you can pull the helmet off. Okay. Um, your mother is, is already on your shoulders, like, child, what did you find? And I just sort of hold up the feather because I'm like, it's so, so she, she and the other three guards sort of rush you. And I say, uh, I have, come, I have, I say, come, I don't come, know what come, happened. Come, I have come. no idea what is, I don't know what's happening. I, I don't know what this is. That's, that's fine. Just, just keep your voice down and let's go quickly, quickly, quickly. Okay. And you see, uh, the, the various, uh, sort of attendants of the temple, um, I guess the various members of the clergy sort of going about doing their daily tasks and like preparing you know, small meals, getting ready for prayers, etc. Trying to steal glances, but it's the guards move your party, like the, like the family, like a machine, like a well-oiled machine through this temple. And you finally get to uh, her, her chambers and the guards, two posts out, the, out in the door, one post in the door. Your, your mother starts asking you very pointed questions like, where did you learn to do this? Um, what, how did you do this? This is, this is unprecedented. We've never seen magic like this before. Uh, what, what is the, the, that, that thing at your side? It's starting to glow. Oh, the, the wind. Yeah. And then I said, oh, oh, I don't remember where, which temple where we found it was, it was the, the one on the, the island with the dinosaur. Yeah, the dinosaur. That. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I. You tell I, them all that. I I tell my mom yes. I'm loyal to my parent, like I it, loyalty family. Mm-hmm. Like I, I when, when she when I'm the very moment, honest. Yeah, that's good. I'm very honest. Yes. Do you? How far do you? Well, I will say this: the moment you tell your parents about that you found uh, this whip in in this temple and that you were with other people and they also found these weapons. Yeah, I don't, and I don't go into detail about my companions. I'm That's just like, fine. oh, I was companions and we, we like found this 
of, of you know adventure companions and mm-hmm. we found this place and then this happened and then I got mm-hmm. this whip and I heard the word justice and I don't I, when she's when she hears you say that you heard the word justice is particularly in her facial expressions start to change to a slow realization when you mention the friends and the temple and finding the whip, like you, you start to see things are clicking in her head and it's like a mix of realization and fear. And she points to the, wordlessly points to the temple guard and makes a motion for them to go outside. And the temple guard does go outside and shuts the door. And she hears you say the word justice. Her face just goes stone cold, sort of emotionless. Um, she doesn't say anything. She sort of looks like she's waiting to see if you have anything else you wish to say. I mean, I'm basically giving, like, justice, and then I, the whip became mine, mm-hmm. and I used it to fight whatever the fuck our last battle was. Oh, like, yeah, I don't... Um, against um, the uh, Nasali. The... Yeah, whatever the battle was where I... The Wanti, yeah. Yeah, like... Uh, you, you hear glasses clink uh, to the side as your father has started pouring wine um, for himself and your mother and also you. And, and then your, your, your mother starts touching your face. And at that point, it clicks in your head that she realizes you look different. Oh. Savara, what, what has happened to you? This is all Lilith's fault. <laughs> we, you, you're sitting, we'll... Your sister can can wait. This is this is something more pressing. There's what do you mean more you, pressing? I just brought back the holy relic. Yes, but I I think you've learned a lot of things that we usually have time and steps to lead ascendant priestesses into one step at a time. And this is this is an unprecedented development. We. Look, why does it matter? I brought back the relic and yes, I don't know. Yes, and that is, that is highly important. We may as well show her Mantos. And Mantos has already downed his first glass of wine. Show me what? The reason why the feather is so important. And my eyes just sort of widen and be like, because I'm like, oh, the mysteries. The mysteries. <laughs> and I'm going to learn about one of the mysteries. And she goes over and she sort of knocks on the door. The door opens immediately by the hand of a temple guard outside. And she looks to the temple guard and she says, we're heading to the holiest of holies. Have I ever been to the holiest of holies? No. Okay, so I- She is the only one who may enter the holiest of holies. In fact, your father is staying behind. Oh my God. Yes. Holy shit. Yes. And she, she's the matriarch. This is a matriarchal society. Yeah. He, he, he ain't got shit to do here. Um, he makes the babies. He makes the babies. <laughs> um, yes, essentially. Um, he has some. He has some clerical duties and things like that. But it's 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 nothing uh, administrative, uh, administratively important. <clears throat> it's like in the third season of the Legend of Korra with. Sulen, Sulen, right? Mm-hmm, I think so. Uh, let, um, let Beifong's sister, mm-hmm. how she's kind of the matriarch of of her king of her kingdom, mm-hmm. and her husband like is the architect, mm-hmm. and he's like there. Yeah, but she's yeah, yeah. That's yeah. it. That's it. He's in charge of some public works. Let me put that. He's in charge. Of, he, he's cool. the one who came up with. Actually, that's a good idea. Yeah. He came up with the vents. He came with the vents. Yes. Um, <laughs> 
And um, your mother and you are just being escorted by these temple guards um, down this uh, very long hallway and it's winding uh, and you can feel the air around you becoming warmer and you can feel uh, it starts to smell more phosphor uh, and uh, sulfur. Uh, and you come, it's, it's just a simple stone door. Oh my gosh. Another detail about my armor mm -hmm. is that it's like scale mail, mm -hmm. only feather scale mail. Excellent. That's, that, that's a good detail. Yes. That's good. Yes. Hell yeah. And it's Hell shimmery. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's shimmery, metallic shimmery mm -hmm. in hues of gold and red and, you know, Beautiful. all that, all that, all that jewels. Beautiful. You, she gets up to the stone door and there, and there's just a hole in the door. Like in the middle of the door. Like in the middle of the door. And uh, she, she tells you, take the feather and use the key. Okay. I just look at him okay. So you're holding the feather. I'm the feather. Mm -hmm. <laughs> my helmet like off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Feather in front of my right hand, helmet. Go up to the hole. Mm -hmm. I peer through the hole to see if there's a keyhole of any sort. It is a keyhole. Okay. I, um... And at, as you look at the feather, you realize all of the angular prongs that make it look like a feather are actually little... Gro are they grooves? Kind of grooves. Yeah. But but it, it's weird because they're angular and some of them bend in on themselves. Like I sort see. of like bismuth formations. And oh, things like yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. It, it looks like a feather in design, but the more you look like at it, you realize, oh God, shit, this, so, this can function this as a cool. key. Yes. And you've never realized that yeah. before. Yeah. Um, because it's just like a worn thing that represents a, a feather. So you should just think of like ancient alien technology, but it's yes. fine. That, um, that's exactly, that's kind of where- I've been playing Mass Effect Andromeda, so mm -hmm. my brain is like stuck in like remnant tech. But, yeah, yeah. yeah that, this is about the kind of, uh, inspir a little bit inspirational cool. of that. Not, I'm not saying it's aliens, folks. It's not, uh, it's, it's not, not aliens, aliens. But it's, it's that feel that's what I'm going for. But anyway, I, um, I, I, I give it back to you. Okay, I- Realize, mm -hmm. looking at the feather, mm -hmm. that looks kind of like a key. And I put it into the hole. There are arcing lines of red energy that, that shoot out from where the key is. And you start to see these uh, concentric circles um, light up and they sort of rotate uh, in, in random ways in the stone door that you, were, that you weren't privy to before. It looks like clockworks, just sort of figuring out its its way to open. And then it stops and the door just sort of slides down into the floor. Uh, the key is, is sort of lightly pushed out back into your hand. I have a suspicion of where this is going, but I'm going to wait and see. I, I, I think your suspicion is correct. Um, and you, you're greeted by a very long, dark hallway. And there's a bright almost blinding light at the end. And there's an immense amount of heat coming. And your mother looks at you and says, don't worry about the heat. We who have been deemed worthy uh, have nothing to fear. I was okay. deemed worthy before. And I'm sure- You've worn this armor? I've never worn the armor. I've never held the weapon. So but I was always the keeper of the key. Information. <laughs> 
I was always the keeper of the key, she says as she steps through the threshold and the door sort of slides up. And when it finally slides up and is shut, she she has paused for a moment and she says, but this, and then she sort of motions to your armor. Uh, Which, and, by the way, I'm, I'm again, going to mm. slightly modify it. So yeah, it's sure, like, fine, it's fine, been fine. now the more that I'm, like, dwelling on mm. it and yeah. seeing myself. No, this um, nice. So there's there's the feather scale, whatever. The cape is actually going to be shimmery gold. It's not going to mm. be, like, flame-colored because mm. I think the iridescent flame pattern is more on the armor itself, mm. the scales. And so I want the cloak to complement as opposed to... Contrast. Contrast yeah. or, like, be a separate thing. So... Yeah. And I think it's, and it's a little, and I think it, it is a little bit shorter, actually, yeah. than calf length. I think it's maybe like a half cape. Maybe it's like a half cape. Like a mid-back mantle. Yeah, like a, yeah. it's a mantle. Mm-hmm. It's a mantle. Fuck yeah, there you go. Oh my gosh, we're going to have to commission people to draw yeah. our armor. We will. If if, if you, if you, uh, we're going to have to see if we can get, if Rob yeah. is available. To that would be so I would, cool I would to do super, that. Yeah. I think that'd be something he'd be down to do. I think so too. Oh, yeah. And um, we're, we're going to see if we that can That would increase people's interest because they'll see like version one and then they'll see, oh, later on, yeah. later on. It's an evolution. Evolution. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be excellent. Let's do it, Adam. Let's do it. So um, when the door finally shuts and it's sort of sealed and you're sort of, all you can hear is, uh, you can hear bubbling a little bit. The door is finally sealed and it's more quiet except for bubbling. She looks at you and she gestures to your armor. This does seem like something she would do. That's just what she says? She says this looks. This does seem like something she would do. I don't know who she is. I have no idea. I say, oh, I look at my mother and I say, she? <laughs> she, she just, she walks in front of you down the hallway and, ge- and sort of lightly gestures with her hand to follow you. Okay. Follow. The bubbling gets louder. And as you're going down the hallway, your light starts, your, the, your eyes start to adjust to the brightness, you know, and you step out into this huge cavern. It is a, a dome-shaped cavern. You can see that there are flows of lava, just sort of little rivers and, and lakes running through. There is a central platform in the lava with like a stone bridge going to it. It's a rather large platform. You can see that there are these brazen pipes uh, made of, not brass obviously, but the color I would say. You can only deem them to be something uh, highly resistant to heat, maybe adamantine or something that can't be melted as easily, right? And you can see little uh, portholes in the uh, in the pipes, and you can see that lava is sort of flowing up through them. And they're flowing up through these pipes into this object that's sitting on the central platform. It looks like a statue. Of course it does. <laughs> of a phoenix. Of a phoenix. Oh my god, it's a phoenix mecca. <laughs> 